Good morning. It is Kale and Company Live right here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Great to have you with us on this snowy Tuesday morning. Please be careful out there. Uh, it looks fairly innocent right now, but uh, the intensity is going to pick up as the day goes on. And we have a winter storm warning in effect until 10 o'clock tonight, or advisory, winter weather advisory, which is different than a warning, I guess, but still, it makes the roads uh, slick. It really does. So uh, if you don't really have to travel today, I would suggest just stay home, uh, brew some coffee, and uh, enjoy WKXL. All day long, you'll enjoy our programming. And, you know, every morning here, we mentioned that our producer, Andrew Gibson, puts on a fresh, hot pot of coffee. I don't know what I look forward to most, Andrew, is coming in and actually drinking the coffee or just putting my hands on the coffee pot. Because, you know, I come in, it's like, you know, 15, 20 degrees, whatever it is. It warms my hands up immediately. So that's good. That's a good thing. Maybe a dash of both. It, yeah, I, I think both is, is, is accurate. And the coffee is great. Today, I, I had the all-American breakfast. I had a, uh, a cup of uh, black coffee and peanut butter M&Ms. Oh, I'll tell you, that, that is uh, a wonderful combination. I, I really, I feel sorry for anybody who didn't wake up this morning and have a nice cup of hot coffee and some peanut butter. M&M's that, as they used to say, melt in your mouth, not in your hand. Those M&M's. But at any rate, I guess there's more important things to talk about, like the fact, Andrew. How about this? Uh, uh, If you ever wanted to know what Andrew Gibson looked like uh, when he's not (laughs) on stage and not, you know, you know, not not made up, not in any kind of a costume, uh, you can see it today on page three of the Concord Monitor, because there's a great article, a great front-page article. Our, our general manager, Catherine Martinez, is on the front page. Andrew is on page number three. And there is some uh, vintage WKXL photos as well, dating back uh, a number of years. So it's a great article. David Brooks, thank you for doing an outstanding job uh, with the article. And also thanks to Jeff Forrester, who did the photography, the the recent photography, the the picture of Cat and the picture of uh, Andrew, uh, which is terrific. It tells the story of uh, the storied WKXL. Uh, the headline uh, actually is, uh, let me pull it up here. It is, uh, WKXL Radio wants to return to some of its storied past. Well, we do definitely have a storied past here at WKXL, one of the great radio stations uh, in all of New England. But we're going to have a storied future uh, as well. So get ready for that, sports fans, as uh, we will uh, continue to bring you some some great radio and uh, new shows being added and uh, all different kinds of features and, and what have you and uh, it is going to be uh, terrific. If you think if you think it's a great radio station now, you know, wait, just just give it just give it a few more months, and you know, may even be better than it is today. Who knows? But uh, it, it's a lot of fun. It, it I always say it beats working for a living. 
So at any rate, uh, thanks to the Concord Monitor for putting us on the front page above the fold. So uh, I, I would imagine the cat and Andrew would be available if you would like them to uh, to sign those pictures suitable for framing. Uh, so uh, you know if you see them at any uh, theatrical appearance, uh, there you, there you go. You can uh, bring that the pictures from uh, today's uh, monitor and have them autograph it. But uh, no, in, in all seriousness, it is a great piece, and uh, thanks to the monitor for uh, giving us that space and and telling uh, a lot of folks who. Uh, you know, uh, forgot about WKXL over the years or, or never listened, period. Uh, bring them an awareness of this great radio station. So thanks again. And, uh, wow, Iowa is in the past. The Iowa caucus is over last night. Very early. I think uh, Fox News made their call. Of course, it wasn't a difficult one. I think everybody knew who was going to win anyways, but... Uh, Fox News made their call, what, a little after 8.30, something like that. And uh, Donald Trump won by the largest margin that any candidate has ever won by in an Iowa caucus. Wide margin over the second-place finisher, Ron DeSantis. Uh, Nikki Haley and DeSantis uh, were pretty close, but uh, trailed Trump by about 30 points. And uh, so DeSantis and uh, is heading to South Carolina. I guess that, that's his next stop. He is heading to South Carolina. Uh, Nikki Haley and Donald Trump, I believe, I believe, are already in New Hampshire. So uh, Trump has an event tonight in Atkinson, uh, New Hampshire. And I don't know. Maybe somebody can tell me when uh, Nikki Haley's next event is going to be, because I honestly don't know, but I know there is one coming up with uh, Governor Sununu in the not-too-distant future, whether it's today or tomorrow, I'm not sure. But uh, the uh, big news out of the Iowa caucuses uh, last night was the fact that uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is out of the race. He has... uh, Called it quits and will throw his support behind Donald Trump. So for you Vivek followers, uh, you know, Trump made his, you know, acceptance speech, if you will, uh, last night around 10 o'clock and uh, was very complimentary of the campaigns that all three of his Iowa opponents Ran, including Ron DeSantis. He had high praise for uh, Ron DeSantis and for Nikki Haley and for Vivek Ramaswamy for the uh, campaigns that they ran in Iowa and, uh, you know, saying they were all, you know, good candidates. And uh, I, I guess, you know, it's easy to say that about your opponents when you win by like 30 percent. But, but I, I give credit for Trump. He didn't do I don't think he bashed anybody last night. Uh, he was feeling good, and he'll be in uh, Atkinson tonight. So, uh, and I and know Nikki Haley is is probably in the state right now. She could be listening to us after having read that front page article today, and uh, and Vivek is out of the race. So that's that's the uh, that's the synopsis of what took place in Iowa, and of course now all eyes 
the eyes of the national media now will be totally focused for the next week on us, on the Granite State. And uh, we'll just have to find out and uh, see how much Trump wins by in New Hampshire. <laughs> That's pretty much what, <laughs> what we're waiting for. And to see how many people write in Joe Biden. Uh, that's that's pretty much uh, the news we're awaiting because now it is, uh, you know, I guess you want to call it a, a three-candidate race in the Republican Party. Uh, Donald Trump, Nikki Haley, and uh, Ron DeSantis now that Vivek has pulled out. So that uh, debate on Thursday night at St. Anselm College will feature, in all probability, just two candidates once again, just like last week's debate in Iowa featured Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. This coming Thursday's debate will feature just Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, although President Trump has qualified for it. He has not debated yet, and the chances of him debating on Thursday are pretty slim. So uh, we shall see how it unfolds, but uh, nonetheless... Uh, Nikki Haley, uh, Ron DeSantis, and Donald Trump will be on the uh, New Hampshire ballot. Other names will be on the ballot, too. I think Asa Hutchinson, in, uh, in theory, is still in the race. And there will be other Republican names on the ballot that you don't even recognize. You don't even recognize. I bet you won't recognize half the names on the Republican presidential ballot. Because there are those people who just like to say they ran for president and, you know, spend uh, the money and or get the signatures that they need to uh, to be on the ballot. But the big three in the Republican side, it's been winnowed down to three. It started with, what, 14 or 15 big names, great candidates. But it's come down to Trump, DeSantis and Haley pretty much uh, in New Hampshire on the Republican side. All right, that music means we are going to have to go to a break. And we'll cross our fingers and hope that uh, John Leahy calls in and we'll talk a little Hockey East. And we'll do that and we'll talk some Patriots and NFL as well. And we want you to call in today at 845. Write this down, 845-603-224-1450. And win a pair of uh, passes to ski at the beautiful Loon Mountain Resort in Lincoln on a ski free on WKXL. And if you call in right at 845, Andrew will answer the phone, put you on the air for a moment or two. 603-224-1450. Ski on us. Here at WKXL, Kale and Company Live, presented by our good friends at Northeast Delta Dental. We will be right back. Welcome back, Kale and Company Live here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Presented by Northeast Delta Dental, and we welcome back to the show. Usually, uh, he joins us on a Monday, uh, but since we had uh, yesterday off in observance of Martin Luther King Day, uh, John Leahy joins us on Tuesday. And John, good morning to you. 
Ken, good morning to you. Hope all is well up there in the Granite oh, State. It is terrific. The eyes of the nation are on the Granite State for the next week until the primary takes place one week from today. And I had, John, I told my listeners today, you know, Andrew, our, our producer of the program here, always puts on a fresh hot cup, I mean, hot pot of coffee every day. And it's a wonderful thing. I'm, I'm not used to this kind of service, John. He, com- he comes in, makes the coffee, and uh, today I had the breakfast of champions. Hot coffee and some peanut butter M&Ms. Uh, just what you need on this cold, uh, snowy morning. You can't beat it, John. You cannot beat it. So since last we chatted, uh, on the radio anyway, John, uh, Bill Belichick... I guess to really no big surprise, no longer the coach uh, of the Patriots. I'm going to ask you, John Leahy, uh, he interviewed yesterday with the Atlanta Falcons for their vacant head coaching position. Where do you think Bill Belichick is going to wind up and continue his coaching career? Well, I think the one thing we know is uh, it's going to take a little bit of time. Bill is going to uh, interview with as many teams uh, I think that he uh, needs to interview with. You know, you've heard all kinds of reports about uh, Dallas and maybe Philadelphia. I've heard maybe Washington. I think Bill is going to interview with as many of these teams uh, as possible. And I really don't know where he's going to wind up. Uh, I mean, it's, it's going to be a, a case of him figuring out uh, where he wants to continue his career, where he thinks the right fit will be. I, I don't think it's going to necessarily be a quick process, but I think Bill will have certainly have a number of options to choose from, and he's he's just going to choose the best uh, best place that he feels comfortable. All right, where, where would you like to see him go, John? Do you have any specific place that you'd like to see him go? Well, I guess I'd rather see him go to an, N- an NFC team, uh, just so there'll be less of a chance he'll beat up on the Patriots, right? But right, uh, right. Uh, I don't know. Um, I think it'd be kind of funny to see him down in Dallas. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, Philadelphia is not a possible landing spot. You know, three uh, NFC teams might be looking for coaches. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see see how it plays out. It will be, and uh, I, I would love to see him go to Dallas. I mean, what what theater that would be? I, I would that Dallas is number one on my list for places for Belichick uh, to land. Bill Belichick and Jerry Jones. What what a duo! And uh, that that would be uh, a lot of fun. And I think, you know, I, I obviously one of Bill Belichick's goals, his top priority, is to get back to a Super Bowl. But I think close second is finishing as the coach with more victories than any other in NFL history. And probably of all the teams that you know, might have job openings, and you know, Mike McCarthy is still head coach of Dallas right now. But of all those teams that have openings, I think Dallas would be the quickest way for Bill to climb that victories list. Yeah, it might be. But then again, you're assuming that Jerry Jones is going to fire McCarthy. Uh, right, you know? right. And which I think he will. I mean, I, I really do. After that performance the other night, I think he will. And I, I, I don't think that uh, uh, Sirianni is probably long for Philadelphia either. I'm sure Matt Patricia isn't long for Philadelphia after the way the defense played after he kind of took over down there. But but anyway, it, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. We know that Belichick has, uh, 
interviewed for sure with at least one team, and that's the Atlanta Falcons. I, I really don't – I mean, I'm sure wherever he's going to go, he's going to make a ton of cash. There's no question about that. I, I, yep. don't, I don't see the fascination in Atlanta. I, I really don't. That, it wouldn't be high on my list, and it, it seems like a boring choice to me. But who knows? There might be personal reasons or, or whatever. But uh, we, we will be, be following that. One thing that John Leahy follows uh, closer than maybe anybody, and that's why we call him our Hockey East guru, is uh, Hockey East, whether it be men's or women's. John broadcast games for uh, men's games and women's games in, uh, in Hockey East. And uh, how did this uh, weekend play out, John, in the, uh, in the men's portion of uh, Hockey East? Well, it played out exactly the way I think it's going to play out for the rest of the season, Ken. What you're seeing is a lot of teams splitting with each other. And that's the, ten- that's the way the league is going this year. Uh, there were no sweeps in hockey, just a bunch of splits. Uh, Boston College with a split. Uh, Maine, Providence, Yukon, Vermont, Merrimack, Northeastern, all splitting their games. Uh, UMass with a loss and a tie. And... Uh, I'm sorry, you, you might have split as well. I had that, that incorrect in my notes. But uh, UNH lost the only game they played as well. Uh, so, you know, you're going to see a lot of this down the stretch. Uh, I think that these teams are just so closely packed that uh, you're really going to see a lot of splits down the end here. And You know, BU continues to lead. The Terriers now the number one team ranked in the nation. And uh, Boston College right behind them. It's going to set up a terrific beanpot coming up in a couple of weeks as BU and BC are going to face each other. They're the top two teams in the pairwise, top two teams nationally. It's going to be the best bean pot in years. Well, absolutely. And I know you will be there live and in person at the TD Garden for uh, for the bean pot. Not only will I be there, Ken Kale. Yes. But I will have my wife alongside for the first time ever. Oh, very nice. That's now, that's even better, yes. Yep. She, has, she has never been to a bean pot before. Whoa. And uh, I'm going to take her this year, and she's very excited uh, to see the action. And I would also like to mention, Ken, that tonight the women's bean pot gets underway yes. over at Harvard. Yeah. And uh, you can catch all the action of the women's bean pot on Nessa. And they have an all-female crew uh, doing the game. Bridget Prue will be on play-by-play. Natalie Norrie will be uh, doing the sideline reporting. And Sonny Watrous will be there providing color commentary. So... It's an all-female crew, including an all-female production crew. Last week on my podcast, I had uh, Bridget and Natalie on to discuss the women's bean pot. And the finals of the women's bean pot this year will be at the TD Garden next Tuesday for the first time ever. So they raised the banner for the women's bean pot at the Bruins game yesterday. And we're all excited that the women are finally getting to the garden for the bean pot. And uh, hopefully they'll move the whole tournament there in the future. Yeah. I, I, I saw the, the banner being raised yesterday. That was a, that was a great ceremony. And uh, glad to see that you know women's hockey now is getting a little bit of the spotlight at least. Uh, not only with the women's bean pot, as you just uh, told us about, but uh, a women's professional hockey league now with a, a team that uh, in, in the Boston area that plays out of the Sanga Center. Yeah, the PWHL with the Boston franchise. Yeah. A lot of excitement about that. Uh, of course, the games are already underway, and uh, you know it's long overdue for the women to have uh, a league comparable to the NHL. Uh, some great, great talent uh, in that league. 
A lot of the players came from Hockey East, as a matter of fact. So it's really riveting hockey. They play in a great uh, arena up there in Lowell. And I encourage people to tune in to those games because you're going to see some fantastic hockey. And again, a lot of those players were rooted in Hockey East. No doubt, no doubt about that. And, uh, you know, I, I did it at one time years ago, John. I did uh, a, 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 a weekly broadcast of uh, whether it be basketball, uh, women's basketball, men's basketball, women's hockey, men's hockey, uh, the ECAC game of the week, which was on, it's got to be close to, what, 25 years ago now since I've, I've done that. Uh, but it, it used to be on. Uh, the network, I, I think it was called, it was in the Boston area, I think it was Prism at the time. Yeah. Prism. Yep. And yep. and these these were recorded. They weren't live. And so it, it was recorded. And one of my color analysts was Ellen Weinberg, who is now Ellen Weinberg Hughes and, and the mother of three NHL players. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Great story. And she was a great player herself at, uh, at UNH. But, uh, John, can you stick with us uh, after the break? Yes, Ken, absolutely. All right. John Leahy is with us. He is our Hockey East guru. And uh, he will be uh, back. We'll talk a little bit more Hockey East and uh, uh, look at the standings a little bit and uh, whatever else pops up here on Kale & Company Live, presented by Northeast Delta Dental with individual and family plans designed to fit your lifestyle. Learn more and find your plan at DeltaDentalCoversMe.com. Don't forget, call in at 940, no, no, 845, 845 this morning, 603-224-1450. If you want to ski free at beautiful, picturesque Loon Mountain in Lincoln, 845, right on the dot, 603-224-1450. Ski free on us here at WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. We'll be right back. Kale and Company Live, WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. Again, I want to remind you to look for that great uh, front page story today in the Concord Monitor. You can go online and see it as well at concordmonitor.com. But uh, pick up a copy, and uh, you can have pictures there of uh, our general manager, Catherine Martinez, on the front page. Andrew Gibson, our producer, on the third page of the monitor today. John Leahy, it's it's amazing, the, the coverage we're getting here at WKXL. Very well deserved. Uh, you guys work hard. You're a great station, great people, and I'm glad you're getting the recognition you deserve. Well, thank you, John. Thank you. I I, I echo those sentiments, by the way. <laughs> but uh, at any rate, let's take a quick look at the the standings uh, in in Hockey East, uh, starting with the with the men. Well, BU's got a six point lead over BC. Ken, then you got a real logjam from that point on down. Maine uh, is in third with nineteen. Providence with eighteen. UConn with seventeen. UMass with sixteen. New Hampshire and Vermont are tied with thirteen points. Merrimack with 12, UMass Lowell with 10, and Northeastern with 9. So you can see how jammed up it is. If the season were to win today, this is a game I like to play. I look at the, after every result, I look and see what would happen if the season were to win today. If the season were to end today on the men's side, the first round buys would go to BU, BC, Maine, Providence, and UConn. 
Your opening round matchups would look like this. Northeastern would head to Amherst to play UMass. UMass Lowell would come to the Whittemore Center to take on UNH. And the Merrimack Warriors would be traveling to Burlington, Vermont. And the 4-5 matchup would be UConn at Providence. That is if the season were to end today, Ken. All right. Uh, there, there you go. And uh, I see where uh, the UNH Wildcats have played the fewest Hockey East games uh, among the conference. They have only played eight uh, conference games uh, thus far. So they they have 13 points in the standings, but they have uh, at least uh, two or three games in hand uh, over some of their uh, opponents. Yeah, that's a good thing. But it's it's really it really only matters if you win those games. That's yeah. correct. That's so, correct. Uh, the Wildcats will have plenty of. Uh, League play coming up, including this weekend when they have a home-and-home with the uh, UConn Huskies. And uh, that will certainly be a battle. The opening game will be down in uh, Connecticut and then a game two back at the Whittemore Center. So uh, the Wildcats looking to get their mojo back. But it's been a terrific season for UNH. They're ranked 17th in the country in both polls. Still very much uh, in the conversation for the national tournament as they're 11th in the pairwise. So a lot of uh, good hockey to look forward to for the Wildcats in the second half. And how about the women? On the women's side, UConn really is making some noise. The Huskies won all three games they played last week. UConn is nipping at BC's heel. BC has a one-point lead over the Huskies, so they're running neck and neck up on top. Northeastern is getting their mojo back, as the Huskies will be playing uh, tonight in the bean pot against Harvard. Uh, Northeastern has 27 points. Uh, UNH. Having a solid year, the uh, Wildcat women have 26 points in fourth place. Providence and Vermont uh, tied at 22. Boy, my team of the week is the uh, Providence women's team. They went up to Vermont and swept the Catamounts. Wow. Uh, that was a big weekend for them. BU and Maine are tied at uh, 21 points. Merrimack uh, certainly still in the conversation with 18 points. And Holy Cross brings up the rear. The Crusaders have eight. So, uh, again, great hockey on the women's side as well. Absolutely so. So what what does your week ahead look like, John? Very busy, Ken. I've got a couple of uh, games in Bridgewater this week. In fact, I'm leaving as soon as we're done to head down to Bridgewater for a game this afternoon. I've got uh, games uh, today and Thursday. I've got a uh, couple of Merrimack games as well. I've got uh, Merrimack and BC on Friday night at uh, Lawler Arena. And uh, then I've got uh, Merrimack women's hockey on Saturday as they'll host Maine. And uh, with those four games and the podcast this week, very busy. By the way, Ken, on the podcast, I just wanted to say real quick, I've got Jim Janot as my guest. Come on, the legendary Jim Janot, a a, yes. a, a WKXL alum. A Hall of Famer. Certainly yes, he like is. Himself. He is. Uh, Jim and I are going to be uh, recording tonight, and we're going to uh, upload the podcast for tomorrow morning. So uh, if you want to check that out, head on over to LadyStorytelling.com and you can hear the entire conversation with Jim and I. You know I do. And, and Jim is one of the great gentlemen uh, of all time. And, and ask him, you know, he had a storied uh, broadcasting career, did every single sport there was at, yep. uh, at WKXL uh, over the years and uh, New Hampshire Public Television as well. And, and you know, John, that he used to host a quiz show, a game show. Yeah, the Granite State Challenge. That's, and, uh, that's correct. Jim, yeah. yeah, Jim and I are going to be talking about that at length. Uh, I have some things I'd like to ask him about that. But, you know, our colleague Mike Murphy uh, and Jim have done a lot of work over the years. So yep. 
I think we'll touch on that. But uh, Jim's going to be a fascinating guest. I can't wait to have him on. Oh, no doubt. What a terrific guy. And uh, one of these days, uh, we will get uh, Jim back in these WKXL studios and uh, have him on Kale & Company because he is one terrific guy and has a lot of stories to tell uh, about his uh, long career uh, in New Hampshire radio and television. Yeah, that that's one I would definitely tune into. Uh, you know, I've never I've never met Jim and, until I reached out to him and uh, asked him to be on the podcast. But uh, from what I've heard, uh, you know, like you said, he's got a lot of great stories to tell, and uh, it, it's going to be a challenge for me to keep it under an hour. I'm sure with all the uh, great stories that Jim has. But uh, you know, we'll we'll record that tonight, and then uh, we'll upload it to LahyStorytelling.com tomorrow, so the world can hear it. Uh, like yourself, John, one of the nicest people anyone could possibly meet, really. I, I can say that honestly. So, uh, John, I appreciate the, the time you spent with us today. Have a great call uh, on the Bridgewater game today, and uh, we will talk with you next Monday. Ken, as always, I look forward to it. Have a great day, and thanks again for having me on. Uh, John, it is our pleasure. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. Hockey East guru, John Leahy, longtime voice of the Merrimack College Warriors men's and women's hockey teams, has done a lot of sports uh, over the years. Every sport, uh, we talked about Jim Janot doing every sport. John Leahy has done every sport uh, that you could possibly uh, broadcast. So thanks to John, as always, for joining us, keeping us up to date on uh, Hockey East and other things as well. And now you have just a couple of minutes to call now. Uh, it's uh, 8.43, so if, if call in at 845-603-224-1450. 603-224-1450 and ski free on us at WKXL at beautiful, picturesque, and challenging Loon Mountain in Lincoln, uh, New Hampshire. Uh, Monday, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, big day in the NBA. Uh, Celtics had a night game in uh, Toronto on uh, Monday. And, uh, boy, I'll, I'll tell you, Derek White and Drew Holiday, they stepped up and uh, played extremely well last night uh, for the Boston Celtics. 22 points apiece for Holiday and White in the Celtics' 105-96 victory over the Toronto Raptors uh, north of the border. Uh, Jason Tatum, he, he was okay. Added uh, 19. Kristaps Porzingis had 15 for the Celtics, who were playing last night without uh, Jalen Brown, who's had a troubled knee uh, recently. But uh, hopefully Jalen Brown will be back in the lineup soon. They really, they probably won't need him tomorrow night. <laughs> when they take on uh, Victor Wembanyama and uh, the San Antonio Spurs at TD Garden. So if, if Brown needs another day or two of rest, he could probably take it uh, tomorrow night against the lowly uh, San Antonio Spurs. But a good win uh, for the Celtics in Toronto last night. And earlier in the day at the uh, TD Garden, Bruins with a win over the New Jersey Devils. Three to nothing, Jeremy Swayman. Uh, making 31 saves Monday afternoon as the Bees uh, won that game. Charlie Coyle scored early in the second period to put, uh, put the Boston Bruins ahead to stay in that one. David Posternock and Trent Frederick scored third-period goals for Boston Bruins. will be hosting Colorado on Thursday night. And uh, as you know, the completion 
yesterday of the NFL Super Wild Card Weekend. The uh, Buffalo Bills, well, they eliminated the Pittsburgh Steelers 31-17 in frigid Buffalo, New York. Meanwhile, in uh, Tampa, Florida, it was the Buccaneers over the Philadelphia Eagles 32-9. We'll give you the matchups for this coming weekend after we take a quick pause and uh, give us a call. You'd like to ski free on us, 603-224-1450 is the number to call, WKXLNHtalkradio.com. We are proudly presented by Northeast Delta Dental. No more phone calls, please. We have a winner. We have a winner, ladies and gentlemen, here at WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. And her name is Annie. Annie, good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm really well, thanks. How are you? I am doing great. Where are you calling from, Annie? I'm actually on uh, my way to Loon. Come on. No, not kidding. That, That works out pretty well, doesn't it? It does. I'm pretty excited. Well, th- that is great. Do you ski loon often? Oh yeah. Oh, that that is uh, it's a great a great facility, and uh, I'm glad that Annie, you will have the opportunity to be skiing with us. Uh, free. Thank you. Me too. Free on us at WKXL. So, uh, where where are you from, Annie? I'm from Massachusetts. You are. Oh wow. Okay, and you're driving uh, uh, now. How are the conditions right now? We I haven't been outside in an hour or so. How are the conditions? I'm riding, and they're awful. Really? Okay. Yeah, well, it's just slow, you know. Well, just just take it easy. Where Where are you from in Massachusetts? West Newbury. West Newbury. Yeah. Uh, lovely community. Lovely community. And yeah, happy to be from there. And uh, Annie, congratulations! I'm glad you're going to ski free on us at at uh, Loon Mountain, a, a great facility, and uh, have have some great runs today. And uh, congratulations! Thank you so much. I appreciate you and appreciate this. All right, you're most welcome. There's there's Annie from Massachusetts. I mean, we're getting calls from all over. We had a call the other day uh, from Atkinson, uh, New Hampshire. And I bet there are many people listening to us right now that probably couldn't find Atkinson on a map. Uh, but uh, I'm glad we have listeners there and listeners uh, driving up. How about that? How ironic is that, that somebody driving to Loon Mountain uh, now gets to ski free on us? Andrew, that's just the kind of people we are here at WKXL. We, we like to make people happy. And uh, we, we'll, we'll have more Loon Mountain giveaways, but uh, more giveaways in general to come uh, here on WKXL, nhtalkradio.com. So uh, be careful if you're out there today because, uh, you know, some of the road conditions aren't the best. And uh, Annie just told us that she is uh, riding. She's not driving. She was not driving and talking with us. But the conditions are not good 
they're not good right now. So take your time. And uh, it, it appears from the forecast we do have a winter weather advisory in effect until uh, 10 o'clock uh, this evening. And it does appear as if uh, the weather is only going to get worse as the hours go on today. So if you uh, have any errands to run, I would do it ASAP. And if you don't, if you can put them off, uh, do that as well. Just stay home, have a nice uh, cup of coffee or hot chocolate or whatever your beverage of uh, desire is today. I'll tell you, you know, for me, I, you can't beat uh, the, the hot coffee that Andrew makes here at WKXL, and especially when it's accompanied by some peanut butter M&Ms. That, my friends, is the breakfast of champions here at WKXL. And, Andrew, I noticed there was still, still some ribbon candy up there. Have you tried that ribbon candy? I, I have not. I haven't had ribbon candy in a long time. And that's actually thankful. That is that is thanks to one of our other hosts here, Mr. Ray Dudley of uh, NH Unscripted. Well, there you go. Th- thanks, Ray, for bringing that uh, ribbon candy in. Because like you, Andrew, I have not had uh, ribbon candy in a long, long time. So we thank uh, Ray Dudley for that of New Hampshire Unscripted, which is a Terrific program. I'm sure you've heard it. It runs uh, Wednesdays and Fridays at uh, 9 a.m. So you won't want to miss Ray because he's a lot of fun to listen to uh, on the radio. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, we have uh, live programming coming up at uh, 10 o'clock this morning. We have Slim and the Sports Machine. Oh, look who's here. Look who is here who just popped into our WKXL studios it is our general manager, Catherine Martinez. How are you? Uh, this is the first time I think I've ever had somebody whose picture was on the front page of a newspaper <laughs> on on, uh, on the show. I, that's exactly what I wanted to talk about. I only saw the, the article posted last night. I actually didn't get to see it in the paper. It, yeah, it's right there. Right on the front page? Yes. We love to see it. Front page news. I'm going to have to, above, to buy one. Above the fold. It's pretty great. It we is. had a really great time um, with the interviewers here, um, David and uh, photographer Jeff, and uh, they were reminiscing on the history of WKXL as well, so it was a lot of fun. It, it was, and uh, we just talked to our uh, hockey East guru, John Leahy, and he does a podcast every week, and he is going to have a WKXL alum on his podcast no this kidding. week. Uh, Jim Janot, who was here for many, many years, uh, did a lot of sports. Uh, he did a lot of sales, too, at, uh, at WKXL for years and years. Many-time New Hampshire Sportscaster of the Year. And uh, he did a show on uh, New Hampshire Public Television as well, Granite State Challenge. Well, I've heard of that. Yeah. Yes. And, and he replaced Jim Janot on this Granite State Challenge, replaced a very famous host, not that Jim is famous in his own right. No, no. No, no. A lot more famous than me. Tom Bergeron. No kidding. Tom Bergeron was the host of Granite State Challenge, and then he left for, you know, what they say, bigger and better things. I'm not so sure. Wow. Uh, but, uh, you know, we know that Tom has made it big nationally and internationally, but Jim Janot replaced him. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Speaking of celebrities, I saw your name uh, at the Concord Red Arrow as a famous, famous oh, yeah. guest. There you go. Yeah. I was chatting with the general manager there and she was like, oh, we love Ken. So everybody loves you. 
Well, thank you. You're thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Red Arrow's a great spot. Maybe one of these days. One of these days. Wouldn't it be fun to pack up our equipment here and bring it over? That, the, uh, that's why I was there. We Red were talking Arrow about Diner. it. Yes. Well, Stay tuned. That is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. They have a great staff. Uh, Carol, uh, I know Carol has been there for a long time. Uh, Carol Lawrence, who uh, you know owns the Red Arrow, part, part owner of the Red Arrow Diner. And uh, she uh, she is terrific. And, and I, I've visited the, the Red Arrow uh, probably too much uh, in my life. But my favorite remains... My, my favorite remains American chop suey. I was just going to finish your sentence for you. Oh, you yeah, were? You were? You, you mean love, I've said it before? You, you love American chop suey. I've there, said it yes. before and I'll say it again. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. But it comes with a, a piece of nice uh, garlic bread toasted. Oh, it's something. It is great. Their turkey dinner is also incredible. And whatever they serve is very, very good. What, whatever they serve, and they, they serve a lot. You know what? You can go in there and get just about anything you want. Really? <laughs> it's true. At the Red Arrow. It, no, nothing is impossible at the Red Arrow. And nothing is impossible there. And uh, just a, a great staff and it's a fun place. They, they, they really, they do it right. They've done it right for years. I mean, uh, last summer, uh, they celebrated their 100th anniversary wow. in Manchester. Yeah, That's incredible. Uh, they haven't been on Loudon Row quite that long, but will be. <laughs> yes. Will be when it's all said and done. How special. It really is. It really and tr- truly is. And uh, congrats to all their success uh, over the years. And congratulations to you, Catherine Martinez, for making it on the front page of the Concord Monitor today. I'm shocked it was the front page. <laughs> and then I, then I turn it over and uh, to page three, and there's Andrew Gibson. Yes. Right there. I know. And... Some great vintage pictures of uh, WKXL as well. I had to scrounge those up from the attic, (laughs) but we found them. From the KXL archives. It is so nice up there. I don't know if you've ever been up into the attic, but it's it's clean and it's nice. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I know. Man, I was not aware. I've never made the trek to the attic here. Likewise. <laughs> but but I have seen the bomb shelter. Yeah, the yeah. bomb shelter. Yeah, we're going to have fun cleaning that out this spring. I guess and, so. Uh, getting it nice and uh, clean. Yeah. No, I've yes. never, never been to the attic. I'll have to put that on my list of things to do. Yeah, we'll take a trip up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so c- congratulations to you, too, Catherine. Probably the, uh, the youngest radio general manager, at least in the state of New Hampshire, if not New England. I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a wonderful experience. So. And, and doing a great job. Thank you, Ken. Doing a great job. And thanks to uh, uh, David Brooks for the great story and uh, to Jeff Forrester for the, uh, for the pictures of Catherine and Andrew. And uh, we are going places here at WKXL. Yes. Maybe to the Red Arrow. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? We'll keep you posted. Yeah, keep an eye out on our social media. I took a video of the uh, the window with Ken's name on it, so uh, oh, you'll have to be, go and check it out. That's posted? Yeah. It will be. Yeah. I'm surprised <laughs> they haven't taken that down yet. But... Uh, <laughs> Ken. Every time I go in and say, oh, it's still there. Yeah. It's still there. It's because you're still famous. After all, yeah. Or, yeah. or infamous. No. You know, there are some infamous people <laughs> up on that list, too. Thank you, and, Ken. And, and thank you, Andrew, for, and everybody here at WKXL for all that you do as well, because it takes a team. Well, maybe I'll stop over there, but I, I already had the breakfast of champions this morning. I've said it a couple of times. Andrew's hot coffee and peanut butter M&Ms. What else could you want for a well-rounded breakfast? 
That's true. <laughs> it's made me well-rounded, I'll tell oh, you that. Stop it. In ways we don't care to discuss. Ken. But uh, at any rate, Catherine, thank you. Andrew, thanks. And congratulations to our winner. How about Annie winning today? Driving, driving. To, well, she was riding. She was in the car. <laughs> headed for Loon Mountain. That's so wild. That's so wild. Sounds like it was staged, but it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. Or at least I don't think so. No. All right. Congratulations. We'll have more to give away tomorrow. Right here, Kale and Company Live, WKXL, NHTalkRadio.com. Presented by Northeast Delta Dental. And remember, folks, to always look on the bright side of life. Have a safe and happy Tuesday, everybody.